Listening to the Doctor Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! In today's episode is a discussion on podcast episode where we find the news that seems important to us, talk about it, dive into our community, get some great community questions, and all that good jazz. And <laughs> stupid me, for some reason, last discussional podcast decided not to mention the fact that it was our 400th episode. That would have been cool to, you know, mention. Man, how did how did we get 400? I mean, even if you give like a, an average, you're you're, you're talking. I mean, we we shoot for what about an hour and a half per episode. You're you're, you're a good, yeah. And if you average the older episodes where we like every episode was like three to four hours long and it was yeah. like pain in the butt to edit. Yeah, technically we've toned back a little bit. That's more just so I don't kill myself. <laughs> but uh, I sadly I'm not creative enough to do like one of those cool like you know roles of like our greatest moments and stuff like that i really don't have enough time for that if i had enough time for that i would love to do something like that it'd be so much I, fun to just dive in the old stuff find all the funny moments and just kind of throw them all in one big role but that would take a lot of time i think i, I should have archived this stuff i have really. a thread out there on, on the forums of uh, that i started way back in what our 200th the episode dead, <laughs> most deadest ep- most deadest thread on the forums congratulations what is our fa- our, our, our funniest moments and uh, you know, I got a couple of hits, but n- yeah. nothing since then. So it was some funny moments. You want to you want to find some funny moments? Post them up there. Like we mentioned in the last episode, it's the the creation of Icoon and the the ex girlfriend. Mm. I think are one of my my favorite moments personally. My I think my personally favorite moment was my worst. Uh, the creation of the ex girlfriend joke. I think the no. creation of that was great. I think my worst uh, uh, horse ever. Yeah, that horse was pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever ask Chris to make animal noises. He just, for some reason, his brain just goes like, uh, squirrel. And no, he said dog. Um, yeah, we've, we have a lot of fun moments. Our, our cross-range review episode, I think, was one of the, the best moments. Um, was it? Yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of great moments out there. I just, I, had, I think I could probably think of a bunch of them, but yeah, I would, I kind of... There's like this desire of like take a month off from work and just do nothing but listen to old podcast episodes and find all the greatest moments. Nah, can't get happen. I, I, it's one of those things I should have done like probably what some like 
way too overly detailed person people i don't know what the ocd or something like that who just like write down everything that happens in every episode and like transcribe it just so they can look it up later <laughs> that would have been great <laughs> but the closest i think not I have, gonna happen after 400 episodes just not gonna happen the closest <laughs> thing i can do is just look in the search google docs and hope that it finds a search word of something that i've discussed it and so and then pull up that episode but yeah, um, thanks everybody for sticking with us for 400 episodes. Um, it's you guys and your um, enthusiasm and enjoyment of our podcast episodes that make it worth it. And uh, the feedback and support and patron supporters and all that stuff makes it worth it. And we, we thank you again for sticking with us for that long. I don't yeah. know how. Don't know how y'all keep up, put up with us. <laughs> Yeah, I think we do technically pad a little bit because we have like the mid we had we had midweek podcasts a lot back in the day, but I think that's still like maybe fifty of them or something like that. It's still the rest of them are about you know at least hour and a half to four hours, and then you have the debate episodes. Oh, that's long. Those are long. Ones. long. <laughs> a lot of fun though. I definitely uh, it's been a long ride. It's been a lot of fun. So hopefully, here's to four hundred more, and we're like old people. <laughs> I don't know. Older people, <laughs> older people, hopefully survive that long. That'll, uh, we'll that'll put us. That'll put us into to halfway into next decade. Yeah, something like that. Did you uh, have anything anything recently that you have to? We we finished the uh, our usual fake go talk by the way. So skip forward if you listen to it. <laughs> finished the summer event. I never did get my uh, Martha ruler, sadly, but uh, a final a final single roll that I had that I just barely put together got mp5 <laughs> squirtorius like i love her to death thank you for giving me squirtoria and mp5 but dang gotta get one marth i can't be angry that's what sucks i can't be angry i can <laughs> i can like be nothing. very angry. did you get any of them i didn't get nothing wow. i got i got a uh a uh what is that martha Ryder. that's it i got one or more you got more right no martha the actual martha, martha Ryder. Yeah. Oh, okay ouch yeah, like you didn't get ruler, you just got right, and that was even a double up. So I got, I, I guess I got MP two of her, but I mean, that's it. Out of eighty bucks, that's all I got. Mm. And then now this one, the the Ilya banner, you got no, nothing but a bunch the, of me. This was the Ilya banner. You got Miu banners or Miu Miu uh, Miu cards. I got literally one what, Mew card of all of my rolling. I don't care about no freaking craft. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the best one there, and I literally got one. And so my grind for those bears really sucked because I literally only had one. And if I if I brought a, a support with I one, mean, I yeah, I, I do like her, and, and I like the fact that I got her artwork, but I don't care about craft essences. I want the servants. Yeah, I managed to I managed to pull together... Um, what else did I get? I got uh, Drake along with Elia. That was out of nowhere. So last last banner, I ended up get, finally getting waiver, and this banner, I finally got Drake. Crazy. Yeah, I'm I, I'm 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 thinking that I'm gonna end up having to to break and and maybe go one more pull on that. I don't know. I'll talk to you about it later. <laughs> yeah, probably should. Probably should. I mean, you got you have five tickets on the shop again. By the way, it's it's the first. I get five tickets for that. Yeah, every month reset the the shop gives you five tickets that oh, you can buy. That's up. I yeah, that's true. There you go. There's there's a lucky ticket that everybody claims uh, gets you stuff. I've literally only gotten one I've, thing from I a ticket. I've so. gotten one thing from those things, <laughs> and I've I've only had twice where I've gotten something from a single roll just out of nowhere, and that was um, Squirtoria. Yeah, Squirtoria MP5. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> what was the other one that did that? 
No, it wasn't. I want to say it was. Um, no, it wasn't. Uh, was it a caster? Iskandar. I, Iskandar, I Iskandar it was an accidental tin roll. I somehow got him. I wasn't even going to roll for him. It was just like I was going to the, the friend point one, he's and a, I hit he's it. He's a writer. Yeah. I, th- I, I want to say you said it was a caster at some point. Um, one of the good casters. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll, it's, it's one of those ones where I have to scroll through and remember how I get things. And, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, the only event's okay. It's been it's been pretty fun. It's, it's been one of the least annoying ones out of all of them. But I think that's because I was I was prepared. I knew exactly what we were coming into, so I prepared like Mordred Rider, and I prepared. I I managed to get Ilya. Now what's funny is I I literally I've literally spent more time grinding experience cards than actually playing the event because I mm-hmm. had to grind up Ilya, and then I had to grind up uh, Kuro, and uh, what was the other one? My Kuro. <laughs> And then I had to do some grinding for you today. <laughs> no, I mean like experience card. I had because I had to level those characters because I wanted everybody to use my Ilya because she kicks absolute butt on the event because she's got a hundred percent just from natural being in that event, and then you can put another hundred percent increase from the 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 uh, crafting essence. And she like literally just wrecks things. Like I'm talking a hundred and sixty thousand damage Buster card, just the Buster card. It's like, it's like, yeah. So I, I want to get her up in there, and like I said, um, Kuro, I want to get. You have to get her up to at least third ascension just for the mission. So, yeah, I'm all done though. The event's done. I'm just grinding feathers because insane drop rate for feathers, and feathers are paying the butt to to farm. So, we'll get you done. We're almost there. Yeah, almost so. Almost there. Even though your your plans of grinding on Monday might be a little messed up because I have to dig poles outside and you, and you might get oh, forced to help me. Oh my God. <laughs> it don't take very long. Like literally like three poles I got to dig out. So fixing things sucks sometimes because you're like, I just want to relax. Mm-hmm. But at least my work is calming down. Me personally, this week was like literally work just died in an instant because that's how my work works. It's based off of uh summer month seasonal. Yeah. It's a season. It's a seasonal company. So literally suddenly out of nowhere, you walk in the back and everybody's gone. It's like, okay, they let everybody go because they're all basically seasonal workers. So <sighs> it's calm. It's finally calm. But now it's like literally budgeting for next year. Everything's budget, 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 costs, budget, cost, budget. And then, probably new systems that we're gonna have to move into but that's that's all personal and but it just gets you gives you an idea that hopefully here soon i'll be able to get caught up on our midweeks maybe be able to plan things better um thanks for sticking with us during that hard time because this last year has been rough personally and for um the site just because of how stressful life is so there's another thank you for the 400th episode (laughs) speaking of which uh uh if you're interested, um, our, our forums has really, really kicked up lately. Um, got a lot of a lot more interesting d- discussions going on. Um, if you're interested in 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 jumping in on those conversations, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, what else is that? Is that basically it? I I've, I realized that Dragon Quest Eleven came out is coming out like in a couple of days, and I'm like, I was gonna pre-order it, and then I found out that like literally. Two days before I went to pre-order it, Amazon Prime stopped their little 20% discount thing for pre-orders. And I'm like, wow, you literally killed the reason why I pre-order from you. <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't pre-order games. I don't like pre-ordering games. Um, if I had my choice, I'd wait until it... These days, I'd wait until it gets like 30 bucks because I'm not... 
a huge gamer anymore, but every now and then I have a huge desire for things. The thing that always pushed me to pre-order was Amazon's discount thing, because it was literally like you can get now, as the game's released, a price that would be discounted like, you know, in six months. So they, their their all incentive just disappeared. So I was like, well, I don't have to pre-order no more. I'll wait until it gets cheaper. So they... <laughs> Uh, that sucks because that's, and that sucks because they just re- increased the pricing on Amazon Prime too, and so it's like, okay, you're removing stuff and you're increasing prices. So you're, you hook, line, and sinker me, I guess. <laughs> I can't get rid of you because we're still watching Happy Sugar Life and and uh, and um, Banana Fish. So the um, Monster Hunter is on on Switch. It is. Uh, it, it isn't the one it's that not, you were. No, it's it's the not the same. One. It's Monster. Monster Hunter Generations mm-hmm. World Ultimate or some crazy thing. Yep. So I no, I wouldn't have been able to crossplay with you guys. No, no. I, I, something about Sony not wanting to play nice with anybody. Well, no, that's Switch and we did PC. I don't know. We're not really sticking with it all that much. <laughs> like literally <laughs> bought it for the other brother just for his birthday, and we like played it a couple nights, and it's like this isn't working. Like it's just not. It's not my kind of game, I guess. I I I'd never been able to get in those games. Um, plus, the online play is so archaic. It's like such a pain in the butt just to get in the same game with him. It's like why are you? Why is the game system? You're on PC. Why can't you have this better built? <laughs> I I think that I I, I really kind of wish that some some of those games were a little bit more seamless. I I. I want to be able to play the game, say, these are the people who are allowed to be in my game, and just be done with it. Well, they have, like, a lobby system, but it's like you join up with them, and it's like you don't you don't see them in your the town, way, the way and you have to join a game with them, and half the time it says you can't join that because either you haven't beat the mission or it's not a mission you can co-op with because they're watching story, and it's like... When can I play with my brother? <laughs> it sounds like the way that it was when when you and me were playing uh, the 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 Wii and the um and the and the DS sounds almost like that. But it also sounds kind of like um what was that game that we were playing for the while the with the the countdown of how many how many years you had stuck in the prison and um oh yeah I know what you're talking about. It, it it almost sounds like that where you you connect and it's and you say these these are the people that are in my lobby and then you guys play together, but it's only allowed to be missions and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, that's that's a thing though. But uh, I know, but my whole point was that now that I know that you know I can't get Dragon Quest cheaper i'm just gonna wait until it gets cheaper because literally in like a week i'll be playing valkyria chronicles 4 so. yeah there's there's a few there's, <laughs> there's a few no games. reason to get into something right now there's a few games on the switch that i'm 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 holding out for i i there is I, a hope I, that dragon quest will come out on switch because it's still they got they still got it to be announced on that one so but it looks so gorgeous on ps4 i don't know if i'd want to play it on the switch <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's the only way that i'd be able to play because it, it'd be able to take it with me and yeah uh, we played some Miku yesterday because we had to celebrate Miku's birthday. Happy birthday, Miku! Had seen yeah, Miku's I hate birthday, you for tenth year. Now, I, now I have this strong urge to go back and play more. <laughs> I gotta get a headset first. I cannot stand playing that game without a headset. It's like, oh my gosh, I just, I just, I feel the delay. <laughs> I feel it because I don't have a headset on. Um, but yeah, we downloaded a whole crap ton of patches and some sound packs and played a couple games. So it was a lot of fun. Definitely miss that game. It's a lot of that's that's one of those games where I wish I had more time to play that. Right? Like that's like Dragon Quest and all those other games. Like why can't I have infinite time? Because I still want to read Spice and Wolf. I still want to play Hachimiku again. I want to play all the way four hundred plus hours that they talk about. With by the way, if you I don't like Kotaku at all. Um, 
at all. But their video on Dragon Quest Eleven was absolutely epic. It was like thirty minutes long, and it's just I had so much fun listening to it. And it was it wasn't usually like a thirty minute video on YouTube anymore. Is like holy crap, forty min thirty minutes. I'm not gonna spend thirty minutes listening to somebody. And watching something. Yeah, I can listen to like a podcast or something like that's on there because I can just set off the side and play a game. But this was like literally when I sat there and watched the entire thing because it was so much fun. So <laughs> it, check that out if you if you like Dragon Quest or JRPGs in general. I think it was a lot of fun. But uh, where was I going with that? I don't know. We got sidetracked <laughs> off of Miku. It's just fall. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a lot of the, but it's, yeah, so many things that I want to play, and yeah, three hundred hours of of Dragon Quest. It's just, and I want to get, I want to play Disgaea Five again on the Switch, and there's that, Disgaea One's coming out here soon. Disgaea Disgaea One. I'm I'm gonna Arya the go animation. We're getting Arya the animation. It's literally shipping right now, and I I want to watch that when that comes in. Of course, we want to watch that. Yeah, Disgaea Disgaea is on my list of uh, things I I I want to get. There's rumor of an Ace Ventura uh, going to the Switch. What? Yeah, that, that one, yeah. Ace there's Ventura. A Eight, not not Ace Ventura. Oh my gosh, Ace Attorney. <laughs> oh, I knew you. I knew what you were meaning on that one, but that's still a, a mental image of like of <laughs> Jim Carrey on a switch, all digitized and just like oh, righty then or something. <laughs> oh, how you fell, Jim Carrey. Anyway, so it, yeah, Ace Ace Attorney. I I I, uh, I want to do Phoenix Wright. Um, <laughs> The, Dog and Europa would be nice. I I, I think that they. Oh, I still want to play. All, that I one. still want to play all those yeah, ones too. There's rumors that that one going to switch. So those two and and Disgaea and uh, Valkyria Chronicles, depending on uh, Disgaea, I'm probably just going to go through each one of them consecutively instead of buying five and then playing one. I I probably just wait until one comes out, play that, and then move on from there. You didn't beat five when we bought it on PS4. Or I when you it. bought it on I PS4? Played it. I played it for a little while. and <laughs> He bought, what? like, the full package on my PS4, and I don't know if he bought it or if I bought it. I don't I remember. I you bought it. <laughs> I probably did pay for it. You bought it. <laughs> it's one of those things of, like, I literally, in my mind, thought that you bought it, but did you charge my card for it? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> That's what happened the other day when, he, when, uh, when we were rolling for Ilya, and, like, out of nowhere, he's like, all right, here we go, and he just buys the quartz and starts rolling for Ilya, and I'm like... That's interesting. And then, like a little bit later, my phone just like pops up saying "charge for whatever, whatever" on uh, from Apple, and I'm like, "Wait, did he charge my card? I don't remember that." And then I remember, like, I, I think we talked about that on the podcast, me helping him out. But like, wasn't he talking about? I don't know. I I, I don't know what money goes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like the worst checkbook balancer ever, I guess. Yes, uh, spending money. It's always scary but at the same time fun anymore it's like i it, who says that money doesn't buy joy it's like yeah every now these these days it's like spending money is the only one that i'm getting insurance <laughs> it's like literally like the 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 swimsuit banners popping up it's like i'm i'm like stressed out and tired at work and i'm like screw it i'm buying the quartz back and i'm rolling for some freaking waifus this is my joy i'm rolling for waifus and then, like, yeah, Ilya event comes out. I was like, screw it. I'm rolling for Ilya. I'm going to reunite the Emya family, damn it. And then, sure enough, at the end of spoilers for the Ilya event, at the end of the event, you're, like, literally having to destroy the Ilya family. So it's like, I, I just got you guys together, and now I'm literally beating you all up. So here I am beating up Hercules and, and uh, Ilya. 
and then I'm beating up uh, Ilya Mama, <laughs> uh, Shiro and Ilya, and then I'm beating. Oh yeah, before then it was uh, Ilyashvil and and Papa and yeah. I jo- I reunited them and then I just, I should I I kicked myself and then because do it a afterwards time on my game. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked myself because afterwards I was like, you know, it would have been really cool if I had fought the Ilya family with the Ilya family. I wish I could do the fight over again, just so I can have <laughs> that same rotation too. Because I have Hercules with the the craft essence, and I can put Ilya up there, and that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, fun stuff. No, it was uh, Kid Gill. Kid Gill was in there. I forgot that. Kid Gill and Hercules, Emya and Ilya, and then Ilyashvil and um. Or I'm getting backwards again. Anyways, uh, where are we going with this again? I'm I'm lost again. Yeah, and then just buying some figures here recently, like uh, pre-ordering a few of them. Last night I was like this close to buying the uh, Astafo figure from Kotobukiya because I have a problem. I, I used to I used to do writing on an old website, a old gaming website. Um, not to say that the website's old. I'm just saying I used to. Um, so I call it old now because I don't longer oh, right there. But anyways, I I still know the administrator. He has we have uh, our we've exchanged numbers a long time ago. And he constantly texts me, like, the latest thing that he's buying, the latest figure, some meme about figures. Like, literally, I, it, our communication is just about figures. And it's bad because he is a – I don't know where he works for – obviously, some uh, coding company that he makes a lot of money with because um, he coded the website. Because he'll just send me these outrageous invoices with Ami Ami. Like, oh literally, my gosh. literally no. last night was, I think, $1,700 was this month's. Um, and he's he's had them, like, up there, like, thousands of dollars. And, like, yeah, one of them was a Stoffel. So I was like, you suck. I really wanted that one. Now I wanted to get it more. So he's he's bad. He's bad influence. <laughs> Think I'm a, about I'm a, how I feel. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a recovering f- uh, figure fanatic, and yeah, I, I, I do I do draw the parallels there. <laughs> hey, Chris, I got Ilya or Ilya. I got all the swimsuit girls except for Mordred <laughs> Ruler or not Mordred Ruler. Oh, no, Martin not Ruler. even. I, I mean, I thought about that too, but I was thinking more along the lines. Hey, of I got the Jack the Ripper, uh, uh, Rory over here. Um, some of the <laughs> Madoka's up there. Yeah, yeah. Drives me nuts. Yeah, never have never have a, never have a sibling that's yeah. richer than you. Yeah, yeah. it's it's annoying. <laughs> uh, it's and great to have them in the same Come hobby sphere as you. <laughs> this coming from the guy, like I, I literally secured a copy of No Game No Life Special Edition, the Zero movie, and he's like, "Don't ever, yeah, brother, yeah, can't, yeah." I secure things to be at least here so you can enjoy them. Can I get not some credit? I, I know you get to I, read I, happiness. I, I thought I, th- Come I, thought on. I said thank you. I don't know why you why you're making it seem like I was upset about that. I don't know. I'm not upset about that. You said don't don't have a sibling that got more money than you. Yeah, because it drives you nuts. Because you have all kinds of figures around you that are out of your reach. You could 
do this. You lift this thing up and you can touch Saber. See, you're, you're okay with me see, touching see, Saber. See, let, let's see. Are you Come okay on. with me touching Saber? Uh, uh, no, you can touch Emiya. Here's Emiya. <laughs> Here you, this is Emiya Nindroid. Oh, I, I feel I so... Will, I will have Rentasaka over on my side. That's what I'm thinking. And uh, a Saber. And um, I'm going <laughs> to drop something on my computer soon. I'm going to grab a Mashu. Because you can't be without some Mashu. I'm going to drop some... Let me voice. guess. I'm allowed to touch uh, <sighs> Gil or, or Ryder over here. Uh, yeah, you can touch. No, don't touch Gil. I can't touch Gil. No, I'll touch <laughs> Gilgamesh. He's, he's cool. I want you tanked. Golden him. Boy. Golden Boy is too, don't too pure for Golden me. Boy. <laughs> His best Kohai right there. Don't touch best Kohai. Anyways, that was a weird tangent. Um, 23 <laughs> minutes into it. Do you want to get in the news? Or do you have Let's anything else that. to cover? Let's do the news stuff. Uh, I, the only other thing I really have is I finally got the Triumphant Saber from Good Smell Company, which that was great. Uh, ROM 1.7 scale. I think that's all I got recently. But I'll be releasing the videos for those ones soon, so keep an eye on our YouTube channel. I, I really That's the other thing. I really got to get caught up on my YouTube videos. I have like a bunch of pre-recorded and I haven't posted any, so... I'm bad. Really bad. And then soon we'll have Arya to unbox. We'll unbox all that Kickstarter stuff that I got from that. Because there's like a big, huge laundry list of stuff that they're sending for that package. So, But not all three seasons. So we won't be watching it quite yet. So, there you go. Yeah, the news. Uh, again, the news that seems important to us that we want to talk about. Yeah, first bit we have is a trailer was released for Sokyo no Fafner, the Beyond anime, revealing the 12-episode theatrical run this will begin um showing in 2019 i did not know they were going for a theatrical release for this one but that's cool i'm curious how long each of the episodes will be if it's a theatrical release you'd think they want to be like maybe an hour per episode maybe sounds right maybe they'll maybe they'll do like um katana katari where they technically had an hour per episode like every month all the way until the end of the year so it was 12 months 12 episodes um, I hope nothing in here is spoilery. <laughs> <laughs> I, that I'm seemed sure. like a spoiler. It's, um, yeah, Fafner is definitely one of those ones we still have to go back and we, we have the full set. We're still on the first season, unless you went and watched it without me. I want to say I, I've watched the second season, but um, I know I haven't watched the movies. That's that's one of those, that's one of those curious ones, so. This that here speak of the devil, the person that sends me th- figure stuff just texted me again. Yeah, he's he's texting me the one seventh scale Jean d'Arc heroic formal dress outfit. And it's killing me. Oh yes. Anaplex is evil. <laughs> they I can't keep up with their I, I I gate no. No, Siri, leave me alone. I gave up on keeping up with uh Anaplex's stronger figures. They're just there's too many of them. They, oh, they're they're, right. they're like every week a new fate figure. It's like, how do people... I, I completely shut down on all figures altogether. I, the, the, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I finally stopped the fate f- nindroids. I, I got Astolfo. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot deny Astolfo. I, I had to buy an Astolfo's nindroid. Um, but yeah, I finally stopped... The nindroids. The nindroids are were killing. Like there's a there's they're a Merlin killing. one out there now too, and it's like I gotta stop because the nindroids. The nindroids. I actually I really do like the nindroids. I I I I like the the smaller figure plus the you just the ability to do all kinds of goofy things with them. But yeah, I I had to stop on the figures altogether. But I figured at some point it's like I I set them to a pose and they don't move them. 
This um, is true. But they just take up too much footprint. That's that's the only problem. So I like to go with something that's more artistic. I don't know. The androids are artistic. You're you're artistic too. They're co- I, I have to get the Mashu second form one too. No. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Fafner and the Azur, or not Fafner and the Azur, uh, I guess it is Fafner and the Azur. Uh, no, Fafner the, the Beyond anime. What killed it was they had, uh, there was a, there was a, the month, there was a month that had came out and there was like five, five Nendroids that I wanted all at the same time. And I was like, I, I just completely shut down. I was like, okay, I've got to stop. There, there's no way I can, I can just keep ordering these, these out. Yeah. The killer ones were the ones for the uh, the hobby life ones. I think they were called, where it's like exclusive to Good Smell Company's shop, and they're like literally like fifty, sixty dollars with like twenty dollars shipping. It's like I can't justify. I did it once with the um, one of the racing Mikus, and it's like literally I can't do seventy dollars for an Android. That is just insane. Ugh. Anyways, Fafner, the Beyond <laughs> anime. Uh, starting in 2019, so all you Fafner fans, there's more stuff coming up. Hopefully, we'll get, like, I don't know, maybe a company will do uh, releases of these. I wonder if they're just going to do, like, maybe, I can't, I, I doubt they'll do, like, Beyond the Boundary, where they do, like, a Blu-ray release for every single movie, and then you have 12 of them. I don't know. We'll see. That's, uh, it's going to be an interesting release. I don't, I don't know if it, I'm curious if Fafner is still popular i mean it was i don't remember it being that popular when it first aired a long time ago it, i mean it had a following but I, I feel like the following was just more of that shock value it was a lot of people like holy crap this is like this this show's kind of beating the crap out of me watching it right but i don't know that it had a huge cult following i know it's big in japan obviously it's big because they're doing a 12 episode long theatrical release um but i don't know if it's that popular over here if it'll get a full a full release or maybe we'll see it pop up on crunchyroll at some point It'll we'll be see. interesting. I know Funimation released the old ones, right? I want to say it was Funimation. So I imagine they'll pick it up this time, too. Let me see if they have it on. Yeah, it was Funimation. Cool stuff. Yeah, Crunchyroll streamed it before. So there you go. Well, we'll see. We'll see if it comes. Next bit we have is Kakegurui. Uh, Square Enix Gungan Joker announced the second season will be debuting in January of 2019. So we knew that the second season was coming. I think I think the last episode had a tease at a second season or something like that. So uh, for sure now we have a date set, or well, not necessarily a date, but a window set for January. So it'll be a winter uh, 2019 season release. I'm assuming that uh, Netflix will get it again, and so we will probably see it probably by the end of the season, unless something changes with their release scheduling. Um, yeah, Good thing to note is that the same studio will be working on it, so MAPPA and all that kind of stuff. I think there's a new director that will be working alongside the old director. So uh, Did you the rest catch of stuff's kind of the same. No. no. I it creeps me out. The, the faces. I don't like the faces. I, I, I always wanted to go back and, and check it out, but I never got around to it. Stupid Netflix. I do. I do want to eventually get to it, but it's just one of those ones where the creepy face thing puts me off. So like literally everything else goes up on that little total pull a lot higher than it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a lot of things I'd rather watch than a scary, creepy, rapey faces. So there you go. Um, cool stuff though. If you're, if you're a fan of that one, I know there's a lot of fans out there that like that show. So I'm happy for them to get more Carisu. of that. 
Next bit we have is Slayer's novel finally releases another volume after 18 years. It's going to be hitting in Japan on October 20th, and this will be the 16th volume. So I'm excited for that one. I never got into the volume, the novels, but I'm happy to see it kind of come back. Maybe, maybe having it come back will kind of spur some kind of continuation maybe in the anime. It didn't work for Spice and Wolf, so I doubt it, but <laughs> there's always hope there. <laughs> I know, right? That's a sad thing. When I, I, I don't see why they never did. It, when they had that renaissance, we were solely so like, there's gonna have, there's gotta be coming back. And they're, they're doing a VR storytelling thing, and it's like, it's gotta be coming back. Maybe they're continuing it with the VR stuff they're doing. I don't know. If they do the VR thing well enough, I've seen a lot of the 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 screenshots of the Spice and Wolf VR project they're doing, and I think it, it's, it's not the, the best uh, style of CGI renderings that i've ever seen of anime characters but it's 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 still hollow and i would love to have like a story told from it as long as i can get her to be you know not stiff looking that's always the difficulty in a lot of these things doing cgi's you can't have it stiff looking um so we'll see if that that comes to something cool but yeah happy to see slayers come back i i really love slayers back in the day I still that's again Kakaguri I'd rather watch Slayers again <laughs> my my <laughs> this is my desire meter is going to be based off of Kakaguri so there you go um yeah I'll, see, and I'll butcher the name every time announced. I want to see that more, more than, than Kakaguri <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you yes next bit sad news uh studio drop has filed from bankruptcy I seem to remember hearing about Studio Drop a while back, but I don't remember what for. But Studio Drop has worked on Knowing, um, worked on GoGo13, uh, Tetsuko no Tabi, some stuff with Zoids, uh, basically as an in-between company, um, not really so much doing their own projects. So it's kind of sad to see a company that's done, has some hand-in with a lot of companies as in-betweeners and key animations and photography kind of go down the hill, but um, I did some animations in light of Clone, which yes, technically we agree wasn't a very good looking show, but I, we were we were hoping that it was a company that would be able to, you know, get back up on his feet, do the better job. We're, we're always, open for, always open for a company getting better, so underdog stories Yep, did not work out this time, bankruptcy. So, uh, rest in peace, drop. You You did Okay. <laughs> I don't know how, how how much it was included with, with Lights of Kuna. Let me see. Uh, I don't know if it like was their only project, maybe? Can you can you work site so I can find out? Please? Please. It's a dude, by the way. Um, inside joke. Drop. Come on. Come on. There you go. Uh, yeah. That was that was a full project by drop, so yeah, that was <laughs> wasn't a great piece of work, but uh, uh, uh yeah, anyways, rest in peace. Goodbye. Uh <laughs> Toei Animation announced partnership with Dandelion Animation Studios. Uh Dandelion and Dandelion Animation Studio being a company that does a lot of three D CG animation. So Toei will be working with them as a partnership in order to strengthen their animation, especially with the digital production. Um, so cool stuff. Uh, for those who don't know, Dandelion has done work for Haikyuu and Miss Hokusai, uh, Empire Corpses. So 
kind of an interesting little partnership, something to keep an eye out for. Um, I'm sure that Danny Lyon struck pretty much gold with that one because who would not want to work with Toy Animation? Right. <laughs> company makes a lot of money, so why not work with a big company like that? So It's called Please Give Me Monies. Hmm, let me think. Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool stuff. Probably one of the more exciting bits of news probably in this entire reel is that Madoka Magica's smartphone game, which is titled Magia Record Puella Magia Madoka Magica Gaiden, is getting a anime adaptation. So for all those fans of Madoka Magica out there that are kind of like, I want more Madoka Magica, give it to me. Um, you finally get some right here. It's not technically, you know, Madoka stuff, but... I'm assuming that game works similar to most games where you can get gotcha, where you can get characters from all of the different, uh, what would you call them? Pueda Magi universes? Are they just called Pueda Magi universes? I I wouldn't say that. I think that they're just uh, different periods of time, almost. Well, I know they're different periods of time, but what would you call, like, 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 Bakke Monogatari is part of the Monogatari series. Uh, Fate Stay Night is part of the Fate universe. Oh, is this one Puella, Puella Magi Puella is the Ma- universe, and yeah. Madoka Magica is part of the Puella Magi? Because I know, yeah, like that was one of the things when we watched like the the final ending of Madoka Magica, and they kind of went back in time, and you can like see mm-hmm. like historical figure female characters were quote unquote magical girls, and it's like ooh, that would be way cool to kind of. And that's technically what the game is doing is it's going and grabbing all those different characters. And I know there's a lot yeah, of mangas were... and stuff like that that cover all these different characters, basically different magical girls. And that'd be great to kind of have them all come into one. That's how I kind of see this being is kind of similar to Fate Stay Night, where right. it's like, here's these characters. They summon a magical girl and then they're fighting each other or something like that. I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know how they're what they're doing with each other. But Let's yeah. read the synopsis. How about that? <laughs> this is the game synopsis. Uh, it's a spinoff of Pola Magica Madoka Magica anime. It takes place in the burgeoning city of Kamihama. Uh, or Kamihama. I wonder if that's a reference to... Anyways. Uh, Godville. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, guided by the strange power, magical girls gather in the town and battle with a new power drawn from witches. Iroha Tamaki arrives in this town and joins other magical girls in search for their missing younger sister, Yui. Uh, I wonder if it's the girl from Keon. She's best sister. Before long, Homura Akemi also arrives in the town. If I can understand the mystery of this town, maybe I can save uh, Kaname. The new character, Iroha, is voiced by Momo Asukura, uh, becomes a magical girl with a wish to save her sister from illness. Uh, Madoka Kaname, again voiced by Aoyuki, also arrives in Kane, uh, Kamihama and, uh, to search for her missing friend, Homura. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe she becomes a magical girl and then lots of magical girls join her. I think that's how the game was when I seen somebody playing it, is that you um, you had a magical girl and then you had all the other ones worked with you. It looked, it looked a lot of fun. I was I was actually... I'm hoping that eventually Anaplex will... And actually, not. I shouldn't say that. I, I'm sorry. I'm assuming eventually Anaplex will bring it over. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Leave me alone. Uh, the gameplay looks pretty fun, so it, it's kind of it is technically the same. I think it might be the same uh, maker, the Lightworks, 
because it has the same basic system set up. You're just on a grid instead, but it has the same system as Fate Go, where you have like the characters and they have um, if craft I remember essences, right. quote unquote. If I remember right, it was the one that they they showed them both at the same time, and I said no, no, I I can't do both. It's either <laughs> one or the other. I, I know flat out Madoka was, is the one that I would choose out of the two. So. Well, no, it's, it's funny because the only I, – I guess I say that about um, Fate Go. I don't know all the characters, but I still, like, crave to get them. But I would – I almost want to say that Madoka Magica's smartphone game, I would be less attached to have to get everything. Um, yeah, where that I is until exactly I see the them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because I don't have an actual attachment to the characters. Like, when Astafo pops up on the stinking game to roll for, it's like, holy crap, I loved Astafo and, and Fate Apocrypha, so I want to get Astafo. Or here comes Rintasaka character as a different type of figure, and I want to get her because of, I love Rintasaka because I, I love this, her in the show. Whereas this one is like literally a random character is going to pop up. Like, I don't know, I don't know whether, which, if they're even figures, but say Cleopatra was a magical girl, and here's Cleopatra, and. I don't know that character because I haven't read her in the manga that she might have been in. So I'll be less like, oh, my gosh, I have to have this. That's my mentality. But, yeah, technically, if, say, best girls were popping up in there, like uh, if Sayaka were to pop up or or, uh, or Sakura, I would be just absolutely – those are the two would be the ones that would be like, oh, my gosh, I have to spend everything until I get this. But every the other the other ones I don't I don't know that I have an attachment for. But yeah, again, going back to what I was saying, I don't know who a lot of the characters are that are popping up in Fate Go. But I see like, oh well, that's Ayuki is voicing that character. I have to have her. So it, sometimes it's just the voice actress, or it's the the art, or the play style of that particular character that'll end up pushing me to actually, you know, a lot of mine. A lot of mine in Fate Go is mostly mostly voice actress. For the most part, kind of, uh, there's also the aspect of I just like this character or this character. But the the first one that I've actually really truly wanted is is Ilya, and that's only because I do have a an attachment to her as I I just adore her character. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, but that, that's some some of the fake go like uh, the Beyond the or not Beyond the Boundary. I think I said Beyond the Boundary earlier. Uh, Garden of Sinners. Uh, when I was talking about the 12 releases for Fafner, I, I meant Garden of Sinners. I'm sorry. I know I'm going to get hate messages about that. Uh, <laughs> when the Beyond, when the guy almost said it again, the Garden of Sinners thing popped up, I I literally wanted Shiki because I watched the show. So the crossovers had that same effect too. You want to go into those things because you kind of have attachment, again, to those characters. Um, and, and, so yeah. but, see, but see, at the same time, the, the Don Machi, I don't, have as much of a drive no that was it i don't have any connection to those characters except for like uh but i but i adore those a lot of those characters but i haven't i haven't had a drive except for one character that came it's it's lily lily in in her temptation bathing suit i really really wanted that one but i didn't have the urge that i like i do with with Ilya, where i i just want Ilya. (laughs) well it's funny because i think there's a I think that there's a difference in different games, either how they connect to you personally or their ability to create desire for something. And I think that somehow, even though it it frustrates the hell out of people, and it frustrates me too to see, for me to pay money into it or to see people get frustrated because they spent money into it and get what they wanted, there is an element to the difficulty to get some of these characters in Fate Go that I think it drives a desire for them. 
if you made it to eat like uh girls frontline lost interest in it real quick because you could technically get everything my desire for alchemist code has gone down because you can technically get everything eventually so it's like you there's no there's no desire to push yourself to get certain things because it's so easy to get them i don't know i still think that there should be a a a luck catch system i I know i I do i do agree that i don't i'm not saying it's a good thing and i do think there is something to build up to something like you you've you've done so many times and it gives you something right i think that's great um what was it the don machi kind of has that fire emblem has it but i don't i don't i think it's a lie (laughs) (laughs) but fire emblem just keeps pumping out characters again so there's too much and you there they don't feel unique enough so that's that, that's the problem with Fire Emblem in general is, but but they do have a thing that builds up, and I think that's a cool thing. I think that they should all adopt that. Yeah, they, 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 it really should because it, they, I mean, I'm sorry, I've seen I've seen people dump gobs and gobs of money into Fake Go, and it's oh, just yeah. it, it's it, it that's insane. I follow I mean, a lot of people on YouTube, and but I think a lot of them do it because they know they're going to get like so many thousands of hits, and they're going to get most of that money back but still there's some that'll just go through like a thousand dollars and i don't know if they'll make a thousand dollars from the hits that they get for the video uh but there's there's literally it's a new thing on youtube now there's there's like i don't follow them all but i do kind of get them in you know related videos every now and then but there's there's like four or five youtubers on uh, right now that do fake go and they every banner they're spending 500 to a thousand dollars every banner and it's like you know they're doing that because they get all that attention, and then their their views go up, and they might they probably see some money come back. But then there's some of them they don't even monetize their videos, so it's like they're not even making that money back. It's like what the heck do you guys do for a living? <laughs> but it's great. I like those people because they make me not feel so bad about myself. <laughs> that's like the guy that I have that's texting me. I don't feel so bad about my <laughs> figure buying because I, I I need to see his collection. He he. I think at some point he says he doesn't have them unboxed. I was like, do you have a closet full of unboxed fig a non unboxed figure or something? Um, that's, even wor- that, that's even worse. <laughs> I mean, worse. come on. <laughs> I have. I will admit. I I technically have like three figures that I've not unboxed yet. They. I don't know why. I thought I was gonna sell that Kon figure, and I really need to unbox her already. She's been sitting in my closet for like two years now. I wonder when I bought her. You a have a figure ago. you have not unboxed for two yeah, and years, and it's Azinya. That's the worst part. Oh my god, it's Azinya. I don't like you no more. She's well. I it was like a it was an anniversary one, and it was really hard to find. And it her price went up like tenfold, like after she released. So I was like, maybe I'll sell this. I never did. I don't know why I thought that I was going to. Um, figure, yeah, this one right here. I literally have that in a box sitting somewhere. I've got to unbox it. It's the uh, Stronger's fifth anniversary uh, Azinya. That's also another one of those ones where I kind of wanted to get them all, but I never did. Cause they're like they're like way cute. So yeah, she's way cute though. I do need to unbox her. I still have those Figma fixes from the uh, Ken Collie too. <laughs> That's so weird. I was gonna give those away. Um, I have some people that wanted them. Anyways, uh, Final Magic and Madoka Magica. This is going to be a long episode, and I thought we were not going to have any stories. We're just kind of running off on tangents. This is great. Uh, probably the... I don't know. This was probably going to be the, the thing that I thought was going to take us forever to get through, but uh, it might not. I don't know how this is going to turn out. Because I think we have to talk about it. 
and I don't know how much I want to talk about this. And to, to preface this, I don't want some crazy uh, fight happening on the forums over this conversation, because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are heated about this. Uh, we're going to give our take on it. Tell, Say what's happening, give our take on it, and then kind of move on from there, and I'll, I might edit if I think that we're getting too far into it. Because there is a, there's an element of this that is kind of touchy ground for some people, and I don't want to... I don't... I don't think it's worth it. Life's too short to get into some of this drama. Anyways, the news bit is uh, nice to kind of get you all wound up beforehand. Elations announced a new studio, which they call Elation Studio. Crunchyroll announced. No, Elations announced. Crunchyroll announced the newest animation that they're going to be making, which uh. is High Guardian Spice. The studio itself is Elation Studios. It's based off of Elation, which Elation owns Crunchyroll. And Elation is owned oh. by AT&T. Um, it keeps going up. So I, th- I think it's important to understand, before we get into this, it's important to understand how this company works. Uh, we, we, we talked about it, like, literally the last podcast episode. AT&T literally bought uh, the media company that owns Elation. And Elation is a media company. And they own Crunchyroll. And this company, Elation made Elation Studios... And Crunchyroll, with them, decided to announce High Guardian Spice, which is their first animation project. Um, they also later announced that they have a new studio in Japan, and they will be doing uh, anime, working with uh, creators over there to make original anime projects. This one they announced as an animation project. This is an anime I know that everybody's like, oh my gosh, this is not anime. It's not, they literally didn't even say it's anime, so don't go that far. <laughs> Uh, this is literally made by a, you know, American team and American animators. It's going to be American. Uh, American. It even looks American. It looks like every other show that's on Disney um, with a little bit of a anime spice in there, like the eyes and stuff like that. Uh, High Guardian Spice. The only thing we know about it is that it's about some girls who are training in a school to be guardians and there's some threat. Um, the controversy that kind of blew up from this is they released a video where uh, basically for five seconds they talked about the story and they're going to do 2D animation and claiming that they're doing stuff that nobody is doing anymore, which is weird because technically they they have on Crunchyroll, which is part of Elation uh, animation that's literally done the same exact way with tablets and stuff, but that's fine. <laughs> Uh, they're apparently tapping in this new technology that nobody does anymore, but technically everybody does still. Uh, just not Americans do anymore. Uh, I guess that's where they're coming from, is that they, they don't watch anime and they think that this is something that nobody does anymore because America doesn't do anymore. Anyways. And then for the rest of the video, they basically talked about how uh, diverse their um, team is, which is fine. I don't... That's 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 fine for them. I give them props. Anyways. Um, so yeah, this, this kind of started to stink. <laughs> Because, obviously, you start talking about diversity and not about the show, and you're not you're putting money into this and not into anime. Um, so, a lot of people got kind of worked up. I I guess, like usual things, we're kind of in the middle area. where I, I, I literally, when I first heard the outrage, I was like, what the heck is the big deal about this? And I'm like, okay, yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be for me. It's being done by Elation Studios. It's a Western company. Just like everything else Western, I won't watch it probably because I'm just not into it right now. I don't – I go to anime because it's a different culture and because it's away from kind of the 
the political pushes that a lot of this Western stuff has. And so that's what I go to anime for is to kind of get away from that. And I don't particularly go to, you know, most Western animations because a lot of it kind of just rubs me the wrong way. And it's perfectly fine if people enjoyed it. I, I actually wanted to watch like uh, Steven Universe and um, Adventure Time. I just don't have the time for it. I have, I spend all my time in anime because I enjoy that more. You go to what you enjoy. Um, but yeah, I, I finally went to watch the video and I watched the first part of it. I'm like, this is fine. I don't know what the big outrage is. I, I'm not going to watch it. I might watch the first episode just for the curiosity, but I'm not going to watch it really probably. And then, yeah, I started getting diversity stuff and I'm like, okay, we're not really talking about the show here and you're kind of being a little hypocritical about how you're kind of pointing things out. But then I kind of left it at that. I, I, I pointed to Chris like, this is, this is, we knew this is Crunchyroll. I don't know why people are surprised. These, these are, we know who these people are and they've, they've made themselves known for what they kind of, uh, their viewpoint is. And this is a culmination of what they want to create. This is their, their baby. Let them have it. Let them enjoy it. Move on, read your life kind of thing. And a then a lot of people, a lot of people on the opposing side of, have, have been screaming, well, if you want this, then go and do it. They went, they did it. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Cause a while back, um, what was it? There was somebody, somebody from Crunchyroll was literally came out and was bashing, anime they made a big article there's a big stink about it and then yeah i remember watching somebody was like literally came out and said go make your own thing and like it's like here they are they're making their own thing there you go um so yeah i i kind of left it at that but then like yeah literally the internet kept blowing up and i was like at some point i'm kind of like okay people just stop like let's stop now (laughs) because the the frustrating thing that kind of came out of this was like the misinformation that was coming out of it. Everybody was claiming this is this is Crunchyroll and the Crunchyroll's wasting their money on this. I'm like, no, it's a it's a company that's owned by Elation and at AT and T. This isn't all their money. <laughs> this is probably something they decided up top to do, and so they're doing it. I doubt that your money that's going into your Crunchyroll subscription is is exclusively going to this. They 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 do other things with that money. They. They've been, and the, the, everybody acting like this is their first project. No, they've been doing co-pros for a long time. Uh, I remember Udahata was a big thing at some point. That was a that was a Crunchyroll thing. They co-pro that. Uh, um, Place for the Universe. That was Crunchyroll. They 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 co-produced that. Uh, what was the other big one? Yuru Camp. That was a, a co-pro with, with Crunchyroll. This is not them spending money into making new anime and original anime is nothing new and they've been doing it for a while now and they've done a lot of shows we loved uh yuru camp and place further Udahara, not so much but i i acknowledge it's kind of creativity there but it's just kind of sad that the the, the frustration the only kind of nice thing that came out of the outrage which again i i, I understand the outrage and i and i i was frustrated too because it is it is kind of sucks to see something coming out of crunch quote unquote coming out of Crunchyroll uh, that you don't that doesn't isn't for you. Um, but at the same time, it was getting a little bit out of hand. But the nice thing that kind of came out of it was a lot of frustration that people had with um, why are you spending money into this and not into fixing your servers and your player and it's still flash and literally it kind of pushed them to. Uh, I want to say it it pushed them to pushing ahead the release of HTML5. So it's like I'm hoping that this outrage is kind of getting, you know, elation in AT&T to go, okay, we need to kind of need to pull more money into Crunchyroll and get them up to stuff. But I think the the idea that this is Crunchyroll's fault, I think is a little bit too far. I don't I don't 
I don't understand that mentality of where you have a company that is a branch of a corporation and you're blaming the lowest denominator because that lowest denominator doesn't make these decisions. And this isn't, again, this isn't Crunchyroll's company. This is Elation's company. So, I don't know. I Being a part of a company that is basically a branch of a corporation, well, you kind of get the understanding of that, how that kind of works. And I, I think to, to blame the lowest denominator is kind of a little weird. It does say Crunchyroll Originals, so it, they're, they're branding it with their name. Right, but it's still Elation Studios. I, I but I, there, there's, I don't see. That's that's the thing. I, I, the one of my, the one of my frustrations that I had in early on, and why I kind of agree with a lot of people was, they did a, a terrible job of presenting this. There ain't a doubt about that. I think that trailer was, was trash. The way that they presented it was nothing about the show. It was everything about the creators. You don't really do that until the show is successful, and then you go well, look at the creators. Look at look at look who created this. Look at these great minds that created this thing. No, you have to go. Here is agree. the explosions. I, I I, here is the fantastical. Here is the characters. This is the character's name. Yeah. This is, <laughs> and then we go. Oh, and here is the person. And maybe have yeah the person talking about it with their name down there. But don't talk about you. I don't I, care about you. I care about the show. I, I I think I agree with you. I think that, that that that's one of the things that I think a lot of people seem to mix up on the on the whole in this whole system is give me give me the give me the 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 end product. Let me see and and celebrate the end product, and then we can talk about you know the. I, 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 it's, it's one of those weird things. I, I'm fine with it. I, I, I'll, I'll check out one, maybe two episodes to see what it is and, 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 and more power to him for trying to do something and, and making it. I, I doubt that I will, it, it's for me in any way, shape or form. I, I know that I doubt that in any way, shape or form, but I do want to give them credit. I want to give them credit for trying to do something that that's, like I said, this is something that we or that people have been saying for a long time, go do it and, and, and make your, 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 your prove that you are worth, uh, not that you're worth it. Prove that you can do what you say that you can do. And, and, and if people buy it, people buy it. But at the same time, if you get backlash, understand this is what you opened yourself up for. That's exactly it. Because what you're selling here is absolutely antithetical to your user base. Yeah, I mean, it, my whole point though, and how terribly that was presented, the, the trailer wasn't even the, the 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 end of it. It was the the cutting off the comments. It was cutting off the ratings. It was the the mocking on Twitter by uh, employees about the outrage on it and. The branding it a Crunchyroll original, I think personally they probably shouldn't have labeled it as Crunchyroll original. I think they should have kept it to Elation Studios because the way I viewed it was that the the show, the animation it, that it was, should have been kept strictly to VRV. This should have been a Western animated uh, series uh, for VRV. Um, yeah, we'll stream it on Crunchyroll later, but don't even mention that. Just keep it separate from Crunchyroll because then you have that that confusion that okay this is what Crunchyroll spending their money on no it's they don't understand that there's there's these these separate parts of the company and that's that that confusion that kind of creates and it's like so you're at fault for this really bad way of presenting this because you should have kept it separate you should have kept this to VRV and then through Crunchyroll announced hey we have this new studio over in 
uh, Tokyo, and it's going to create other stuff over there. Get, be excited. We're going to make some stuff over there for 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 anime fans. This this way they presented it, just just absolutely terrible way to do that. The style of it, yeah, a lot of the character designs I don't particularly care for. There's there's some of the character designs are kind of cute, but yeah, it's not not my not my cup of tea. But of course, I've never really cared much for as people like to call it the Cal art style. <laughs> If I've I've heard that word way too much for the last couple of days, <laughs> the Cal art style. Oh, I guess if you have a way of, of of describing it, go for it. I don't know if I've 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 managed to say every point that I wanted to make on this one, but I think it's just like I said, I'm frustrated with because of the way it was presented. I think it was presented wrongly. I think it was handled wrongly. Um, hopefully they'll kind of take a step back and maybe reevaluate and come back forward and say, look, here's, here's what we're doing. Um, I'm thankful that the outrage kind of pushed them to improve their player. That's always a positive thing. I'm a little concerned because there's no functionality to change the subtitles, which they had before. So I'm not sure if they're going to implement that later with the HTML five, but um, I don't know. I, I, I think people just need to kind of chill a little bit, but at the same time, I kind of understand their frustrations as usual. Managing to stay completely neutral because we're good like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, doubt it. What? I doubt it. Doubt what? I, I that they'll think, take a step I think, back. I think folks will catch catch which side we go on. Oh yeah, no matter what, we're still a little bit burnt. So, uh, yeah, I do. I do also find it kind of funny that people kind of giving their excuse for unsubscribing Crunchyroll. It's like, you were going to subscribe anyways. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't make don't make you act like you, you, you've done subscribing now. You'd been done unsubscribing. Uh, like me unsubscribing from Amazon every two seconds. Yeah, there's a there's an article out there that they kind of posted in response to everything, which I think was kind of nice because it does clear up a lot of things. Like, look, this is our goal. This is our purpose. Um, and it was it was a lot of it was much needed response and I think they handled it decently well. So I think either way, some people are going to be angry still, which is fine. I think, I think people are justified in certain regards, but I think that also equally the other way, I think it should be understood the opposite direction as well. There's going to be frustration with the frustration. So like usual on the internet, everybody will kill each other until we're all dead. So yeah. Well, obviously, we can't handle the internet, so we just need to get it taken away from us. <laughs> the other day, I kind of had that feeling of, like, we should just destroy Twitter. Like, we don't need Twitter. <laughs> I, It's like, I, as much as I enjoy using Twitter, it's, it's, as the people like to joke about, it's the cancer right now. So, yeah. There you go. Moving on. To more, I don't know if this is happy things. Uh, yeah, this is technically happy things. Uh, Netflix released their September rollout trailer video. That I, I didn't know this was a thing, so I'm I kind of want to subscribe to Netflix so I can see if they do this every month. I'm I'm very curious about but they what's do on a, the net headline. <laughs> they do a little roll, a little B roll on their uh, of their releases they're doing. Let me see if I can get to the point where it's at. Where I want to see. <laughs> but excitingly enough, out of nowhere, pops up on there is is, is Bleach. The oh live gosh. action um, is coming to Netflix on September 14th. Um, it was literally like a little second on the B-roll, but most of the stuff on there was a, a little second. I think this live action covers just the uh, Shinigami substitute arc, which is like literally the first arc. 
So, um, yeah, if you're looking for the live action of, of Death Bleach. Death Strawberries, wasn't it? The, what? Uh, the, I think that was the first uh, episode or two. Was, uh, and so that was the name of the first arc. I thought the substitute one was the first arc. So, uh, if you were, yeah, again, if you were looking to watch that live action, you can see on Netflix on, uh, September 14th. So, cool stuff. Uh, they also announced, or less, they also, uh, kind of mentioned the fact that they're going to be doing a second season of the Death Note film that everybody loved so much. <laughs> we can't have nice things. Destroy it all. Uh, anyways, uh, this was apparently the Hollywood Reporter had announced that there was a uh, development of a sequel for the live-action Death Note film. Um, the Greg Russo is going to be the writer for it, which apparently he did in World Combat, Resident Evil, and Fear Films. So there you go. I'm assuming the last guy was not going to be there anymore. So there you go. They said it had a sizable success. I, I think it's like one of those things of like, uh, is it sizable because of the controversy behind the creation of it? Or was it successful that people liked it? Not everything is a good thing that you get a bunch of hits. Sometimes it's just a meme, as the kids like to call it these days. Everything's a meme. Sentai Filmworks announced that Night Raid 1931 is having its license expired. It's officially out of print. I got an email at some point from Right Stuff saying... You should buy this. This is your last chance. And I was like, I've seen that on sale for like five bucks and I keep not buying it. I don't know why, but uh, it looks pretty cool. Pretty uh, noir, uh, adultish crime type show. So if you're looking for that and you might hit up the trailer to make sure it's not something you want. Uh, it's also on Crunchyroll apparently. So um, see if it's worth buying now before it disappears. It looked all right. It's just not enough to grab me. So, there you go. It's on DVD and Blu-ray, but not for long. You going to buy it? No. I know you were looking at it. It does look that, kind of that, Casablanca-ish. Yeah. Appreciate that reference. I was going with Nor. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't give off doesn't that. I guess I could get it out of there if mm. you really, really wanted to push it, but uh, okay. I'm, I'm thinking more Casablanca. More of okay. a... More of a... Um, Big parties, lots of money. Way to, way to, way to talk me down. Okay. Casablanca, everybody. If you go with noir, it's more of a dark alleys, gumshoe no. type. Yeah, that's no. what it feels like to me. I can go with gumshoe. I don't know if the dark alley has to be included in there. Gumshoes that was in are the... always in the dark alleys. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how uh, they get their, 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 their under the table. This is, this is the, the secret, you know. Talk about gumshoes, it gets me all thinking about the DuckTales song. Yeah. Like solve a mystery. Gumshoe is, <laughs> is, 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 the, is the detectives. DuckTales, woo. No. Fully Cooly Progressive is streaming, it, it, I don't know why I spelled it that way, internationally on Adult Swim's website. So if you're in the US, Canada, UK, Germany, um, you can stream it on their website right now on adultswim.com, I'm assuming. I don't know what the website is, but yeah, it's there. Uh, Anon has reported that it is not available in Japan, Philippines, or Australia, so unfortunate for them, but still, it's, a, it's an improvement that more people have access to it. 
I'm not sure if you have to sign up for anything or, or pay a subscription for that, but that's uh, that's a cool way of getting a hold of it. And it's the English dub, so all six episodes. Cool stuff. Gonna watch it? No. Yep. <laughs> that's Chris. Oh, <laughs> uh, this next bit. This is going to fun. See, I, I didn't think we'd have much to talk about, and then things keep popping up that I'm going, wow, well, this is going to be a discussion. So apparently... Uh, Sekai Project rubbed off quite a bit onto Front Wing, because I know that we have a lot of news articles about Front Wing, you know, launching their next Krasaya game on Kickstarter, the next anime, they have a Kickstarter for that as well. Well, apparently they have a Kickstarter now for raising 50000 USD to get a physical visual novel of Island and the anime. So if you want a, I'm going to say an early copy of the anime, but if you want a physical copy of Island, the visual novel, which of course released back in, I don't know, like 2012 or something like that, quite a while back. I know it's on Steam. Yes, it is on Steam right now. Um, So you can buy it there. I think it's like 39, maybe $30, probably on sale for $2 every now and then on Steam because it's Steam. (laughs) But if you want a physical (laughs) copy... In a box. You should see my fifty-one uh, uh, game wish list. I get, I get waiting for those, <laughs> waiting for those one-dollar buys. Yes. Um, no, not the games that I pick. <laughs> you get fifty percent off at best, and that's going from sixty to thirty. <laughs> but yeah, if you want a f- actual physical copy, this is what this is for. Even the anime, you can stream the anime right now. If you want a physical copy of it, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna say early copy of the anime because this is gonna be subtitle only. You'll be able to get it in February, I believe. Uh, if you back the game, you'll get it in November, I think is what it said. It, yeah, in November. If you get the game, or the the anime, it's going to release in February of next year. I'm saying an early copy because I know for a fact Funimation is dubbing it. So they're eventually going to do a physical release. So if you want a dub of it, you might as well wait for the Funimation release of it. But if you want an early copy, and you only care about subtitles, and you want the the cool box that you would get from a Japanese release, that's where you're going to go with this one for. Uh, the interesting thing that comes from this, uh, here is the the goal. It's already like literally 1,500 from its goal, so it's going to hit its goal. Uh, the tiers the for this particular Kickstarter is, if you want a physical copy of the game, it's $50. If you want a deluxe version of the game, it's $80. That comes with an art book, a theme song CD, two-disc soundtrack, and a copy of this game on Steam. A Steam key. Wow, what a genius idea. I wish Sekai Project did that. Which makes sense. I'm sorry. Just so you have something to play while you wait for the freaking physical release to come out later. Anyways, uh, <laughs> drive me back there. Uh, for those that want the anime, this is where it kind of gets interesting. The only thing that they have for the anime is getting a deluxe Blu-ray set. And the lowest tier that you can get for that for is $229. So if you want this 12-episode Blu-ray release, subtitle only, from Front Wing, it's $229, and you'll get it in February. Wow. Um, wow. Just saying. The, the, the bad thing is, is it, it's like it's... It's it's a Jap... It's, they're technically trying to go with the Japanese release but it's not a very good release. It's very thin cardboard looking. Um, it comes with all 12 episodes, of course, on Blu-ray. Subtitle only. Um, also comes with... And this is this is where it kind of is that 
you you have to judge your love for the series or not because it's technically is some interesting stuff they have with it. Uh, you I, get a I, recording script for the show, plus a unique original film strip clipping in each copy. Like each copy will get its own unique film strip. This film strip thing is one of those things. It's like if it's a series I really like, I almost really badly want it. I I okay. I truth be told, I do kind of want this. I I do like the story. I think it's very fascinating. I would love to do the 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 visual novel. I I granted visual novels are gobs of time and i'm i we don't even yeah, how's planet and exactly. going? <laughs> um so yeah, i mean the only one i've finished <laughs> is, is pl- uh, uh planetarium that's the only one i've finished <laughs> so I, I just going off of that aspect alone it's let's set that off to the side now still doesn't take away from my desire for this game uh, this game mo- mostly the game i i the, the the show would be a nice little additive to have that on there but I'm sorry, three hundred dollars is just way out of my my range. The game's only fifty bucks. Yeah, I'll probably get the, the anime. I'll probably get the game on on uh, on Steam at some point. Is probably what I'll end up doing. But yeah, it's... yeah. So if you want the game, it's forty bucks for digital right now. You can get it right now. If you want a physical copy, it's fifty bucks. If you want a deluxe physical copy, it's eighty bucks. The anime is the expensive thing here, and that's literally two hundred and thirty bucks. Now, if you want both of them, both deluxe boxes, they have a bundle for like three hundred bucks. So, yeah, and, that, and that's what I mean. I, I that's what I would want is it, it would be a collector edition. Otherwise, I'm just going to get the Steam version. Is is I then that's what I was saying before. Is there's always a if I'm going to collect, I want the collector version. <laughs> yeah, but three hundred dollars is just a bit out of my reach. Yep, yep. So uh, that's interesting. Uh, they do note. <laughs> they do. Note very boldly that this is a all ages game. This is not a Edo game. There's no sex scenes in this game. It's um. Now I'm curious. I don't even with Miss Honeypot. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the thing. It's like they they pointed out as um all ages, and it's like I mean even if you do call it all ages because it doesn't have sex scenes in it, it's still violent. So I'm guessing the game itself doesn't uh doesn't show. I mean even like the I guess I can just say there's a a point in the anime we already run into where there's a corpse. And it's like, I mean, even that's not, I mean, at least somewhat that's going to give it at least a teen rating. I don't know. Um, they have people being shot. So I'm assuming that's going to have some sort of uh, higher than all ages, at least. Yeah, violence and gore is, is rated they don't, Yeah, they don't, they don't care about violence anymore. They don't see any writing on here so i'm assuming the my, my point was i was kind of curious if the old game or the actual game itself in japan had uh naughty scenes quote unquote yeah maybe somebody that's i don't know knowledgeable about the original game can let us know so uh yeah that's an option though um but like i said if you're if you're looking for the anime though you might as well wait for the funimation release now technically i say that when we had the whole rant i think last episode discussion podcast episode that i i believe that their quality is different so if you're looking for visually a better quality you probably want to go with the japanese version if you're okay with really not having the dub just because funimation isn't known for quality sometimes <clears throat> re-zero moving forward <laughs> moving on uh, we did talk about Conception getting a TV anime adaptation a while back. Um, they basically have done a, another reveal on their website. 
um, for some more information. Of course, this is based off of Spike Chunsoft's conception. Ore no kodomo wo onde kure, or please give birth to my child. Uh, is this a spinoff? It's the first conception. We only played the second conception. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, basically, we only played the so second one. I want one, this cast. But, uh, How come this cast is not in my game? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like I like I like these three. I'm not too sure about these two. But yeah, anyways, uh, for those who don't know, the conception games are technically about like this evil thing that's attacking people, and um, some guy is able to get with the star maidens or twelve star maidens, and they go inside of a chamber, and a child is kind of born from a I think it was like an urn or something like that. Mm-hmm. They just like they pop out of there. So um, lots of innuendos there, but technically they're not really doing anything in there they just go in the chamber and a baby comes out of the uh, thing um that's the whole fun part of it it's just kind of stupid in that regard but it was a really cool strategy game but uh yeah the original first one which was on psp that i don't think we ever got we had the second one come for like the vita and i think they also did on ps3 or something like that but uh it's on pc steam. yeah it's, it's on steam, steam too um it's a fun game kind of gets boring after a while but it was, it was a fun game a lot of the dialogue's really, really funny because it's a lot of it's just kind of sexual windows and um, embarrassing moments. But yes, uh, the first game is getting an animated adaptation. It's going to be premiering on October 9th, so it's going to be a fall 2018 show. Uh, Studio Gonzo is doing it. The director is going to be Keitaro uh, Motonaga, who did uh, directorial work for Day Day Live and the Digimon Tri films. And the character design is being done by... Do you recognize... Did you read any of this over here? Do you, do you recognize this art style? Like, especially her. You can. You, she bleeds. Yeah, I I, I, I I, recognize a lot of the artwork, but yeah. ReZero? Is it ReZero? Yeah, the, the, the character Makes designer sense. for ReZero. Um, it just bleeds. Like, I'm like, that That reminds me of, like, back when they were talking about ReZero and they had these little arts that were coming out for it, just exactly like it, so... That's cool as well. But yeah, that's uh, that'll be a fun show. Hopefully that one doesn't fall apart like the other etchy game that we had recently, the Cuba Strip. Yeah. That was about the same time I played both those games, and I hope this one does better than that one did. It technically has more of a story and a lot more comedic uh, tools to work with, so hopefully it does a good job of it. Hopefully they get pretty... Um, I want that to be a pretty etchy show. I think it would do better, uh, good as an etchy show. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, it, a lot of it will depend on how they handle the awkward scenes. Yes, it's a, it's a, because that that I think is a lot of the humor in it. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, next bit of news: Nanambiori vacation film has been announced through an ad. <laughs> <laughs> I like to tease Chris whenever he puts things on here that we already knew from a while back that we talked about already, but. Yeah, an ad came out for Nanambiori Vacation, so that was that's technically news. Um, Nana Ripe is doing theme song. Yes, that's good. Uh, and Zach is doing composing. ZAQ. Yes, Zach. Is it Zach? I thought it was ZAQ. Zaku. Zaku. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? There, he's doing the the composition, and then all the girls are doing the song. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I wonder if he did that last time. No, I don't think he was involved last time. Or she was involved. I think it's a she, isn't it? I don't know. Zach? I, I really know. don't. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, it's a she. Wow. Zach. It's the same Zach. Yeah, Zach. Okay. 
Uh, it doesn't have the pronunciation. Why do you have the pronunciation? Wikipedia, you're the ultimate knowledge of all things life. Why can you not have the pronunciation for Zaku? That's not Zach. That's a that's a device. Anyways, um, yeah, that's a thing. ZAQ's voice is down there, so you can listen to ZAQ right now. Is that like a ASMR thing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think the song's just voice. It's not Zach's voice. <gasps> oh, okay, I got you. Darn it. <laughs> Uh, last bit of news I have is the usual rundown of new streaming announcements. Not too much to have here, but, uh, Seven Deadly Sins, or more for Netflix, rather, um, Seven Deadly Sins Revival of the Commandments is going to be airing in October on Netflix, or streaming on Netflix, not airing. Uh, Last Hope, or Jushinki Pandora, which I believe was that, um, was that the PA Works show? Uh, Jushinki Pandora. I think that was the... The PA works one. No, that was a satellite one. I'm thinking of that. I'm, th- I'm thinking of that um, Sirius Jaeger. That's what I'm thinking of. Anyways, that one. <laughs> it's going to be um, on September 14th. And then Forest of Piano or Piano no Mori is going to be streaming on September 28th. So probably a busy month for Andrew to get caught up on a lot of those shows. So I'll probably... We'll be watching a lot of those. I'm, I'm sure we'll watch Seven Deadly Sins together and I'll probably... Try to see if I can binge the other two because kind of have to keep caught up is, on it. Uh, uh, what's her face's show coming out soon? Was it Lost Voice? Lost Voice, the one that the one that uh, Netflix snagged up that has uh, uh, my singer her. She's uh, doing the lead in it. Oh no, I don't. I don't. I haven't heard any announcement on that. I mean, that's just like the uh, the the Dragon Pilot one. I've yet to hear. Where that one was releasing, did they didn't they announce that one already? I think they gave a, a I think they were saying it was going to be November or something like that, but I don't think they had an, an actual date set. Anywho, I wonder if we were to set ourselves up as a with a VPN, if we would be able to uh, connect to Netflix in Japan and get it with subtitles early. Well, yeah, but then you have to also get a subscription and everything. In Japan, yeah, and... Japanese subscription, Japanese account. So our our English account doesn't count as a Japanese account. That sucks. No, it's this technically. Yeah, you have your address and everything set to America. I would assume that there's things in place to prevent that. No, just like Amazon. No, and they're stupid, and we're smart. Yeah, obviously. Exactly. Uh, I mean, we just we just hold ourselves back. We couldn't make a fortune <laughs> right now. We just who needs that. Anyways, uh, High Dive has announced that they're doing a streaming of Initial D Legend 3 Dream Film. This is the third film. They have the other two there already. This will be streaming on September 10th. Uh, they also got the two Nejima series, Nejima and Nejima question mark. And they're going to be streaming No Game No Life Zero film on September 1st. That's actually a pretty cool, interesting thing they threw out there. Oh, that there. means it's up today. Yes, technically. You can watch No Game No Life Zero film right now. As the Why recording of this, this has been a day. Um, because I'm waiting for the Blu-ray. Oh, okay. This is literally on a truck somewhere, probably, I don't know, two hours out from here. should ask, ask Senpai. He probably knows where it is. There you go. From all the way where he lives. Yes, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> know where he lives. And is nowhere near here. Uh, let's see here. I think that's it. I was going to look over this because technically this is one of those really crappy days to do recording because we always record on Saturdays. 
And like literally right now, I think they have like Crunchyroll Expo or something like that going on. Uh, tons of news is kind of diving out right now. Like literally that, I think that uh, Madoka Magica announcement came out here a second ago. So I'm sure there'll be plenty of stuff that I'll go, crap, I wish we could have talked about that when I start editing tonight. But uh, such is how life is. So I'll probably double check it before we, we finish for the recording for today. But yeah, that, that turned out to be a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. A lot more discussions going. Um, Hime is on Danmachi, by the way. Yes. Um, I like that they chose to censor that game, but yet Hime summons with a nice chest shot right off the bat. So. <laughs> you, you get a full idea of Hime, uh, Crunchyroll Hime's uh, assets in Danmachi if you if you manage to pull her. So that's creepy. Anyways. A robot with. I don't know. Eyes. I hope. I hope. I hope that uh, uh, she's not too difficult to get. Yeah, the voices are interesting. I think a lot of people were kind of curious what who would voice her. So she got a, she got a, a decently cute voice. Of course, all I, all it says is like, it's me or something like that when you summon her. Um, I I just have to hear what her other sayings are since it was so brief. But yes, that's uh, I un, I deleted Dunwatchy off my device anyways because i thought chris was <laughs> i thought chris was giving it up so i deleted that and front uh girls front line and no i told you i kept he didn't even machi. he didn't even follow me in my pursuit to just get rid of them <laughs> oh well we've seen those already <laughs> <laughs> before let's move on to the community uh again if you go to the talkspirit.com go to the forums at the top there join the community uh, have some great conversation with people and then you can go to the uh anime cast discussion forums and go to the anime cast question thread and you can post there or you can send it through our contact us button on the website itself uh just like miss 145 did this has been a long time coming he posted this back july 20th i really wanted to respond back then but i wanted to keep in order uh miss 145 comes out and says there's something that has been bothering me with andrew and that is his hatred of knowledge chris i hate knowledge I now, apparently, I, I've hated sports before. I hate food. And now I hate knowledge. It's a whole new low for me. Every time, if there is an anime that talks about the real world thing that doesn't involve anime making, he, he just gets annoyed about it. I get annoyed. Uh, some examples of this, uh, is anything military like Sora Online Alternative Gun Gale Online. Apparently that was like posted right after that, my discussion about the, the military talk in that show when we were reviewing it. Apparently that was me frustrated. Uh, food, like Food Wars and every porn, food porn show and motorcycles with Bakuan. Uh, I would include MMO mechanics, but I know why he hates, uh, that for the most part. So my question is, why do you hate learning about things in anime, Andrew? Why do I hate knowledge? I don't know. I've been just, trying to teach you <laughs> stuff for years, and you don't listen to me. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't know if Miss is trolling me or not. That's the problem. It's like <laughs> I never know if Miss is trolling me. I need to. I didn't need to talk to him in person, like voice to voice, so I can get an idea. Because text never comes across as like, what's your intention here? Because I never know if he's just kind of messing with me or if he's serious that i hate everything um or if he's just trying to get a, a discussion going i don't know but uh no the, the thing that kind of frustrates me about this is it's kind of like that 
that blanketing statement that we get we get a lot, but every now and then it kind of frustrates me. It's like that whole idea that you dislike this sports show, so thus you hate all sports shows, right? And it's like, no, I love Big Windup, and there's there's plenty of sports shows that I like. We liked uh, Stride of the Alternative. It's like that was one that nobody else watched, and we watched that one. I mean. It's not all sports shows, it's just it has to interest me. Like, I'm liking Hanabata right now, besides the creepy, I want to kill you death faces that the main character does that ruins the show for me. It's the a rest robot of it I like. face, it's not a <laughs> murder face. <laughs> it's totally murder face. It's a robot Those face. faces are scarier than the characters in Angel, she's uh, Angels of Death. Down, she's shutting down her emotions and focusing on the, the, the game. Then don't make her look like a, a serial murderist. Like, she's scarier than the characters in Angels of, of Death that I'm watching right now. She's scarier than the girl from Happy Sugar Life. Uh, they both have the same faces. <laughs> so they're drawing up... <laughs> I can't disagree the on that one. They're the yeah, same faces. But see, it, one is a robot, one's a... one's a. Uh, no, that's not a robot. I've seen robots. Robots is like... Psychopath that has like, no emotions. See, it's the, the same issue. Dolls. It's the same issue. They're both shutting off their emotions, but one is robot, one is psychopath. But no, my, my main point to respond to this is really uh, blanketing statements doesn't really work. Um, we we like things for the merits that it has. If I have a frustration with, I don't I didn't even dislike uh, Sora Online for the military part of it. It was more me pointing that out because I know people don't like military jargon, and it was literally an entire episode of it. Um, does it make me hate the show? No. I actually enjoyed a lot of it. It's just it just that part of it was like, okay, yeah, this is a bit much. Uh, I liked Gate, and Gate was a freaking military show. The entire thing was military. So if I don't like military, and yet there's that, and it had it had literally like their movements and how they were responding to things. All that stuff was built in there. Uh, Evangelion had a lot of military stuff in it, and I still enjoyed that one. When Rises had military stuff in it, and I still like that one. Uh, Ghost in the Shell technically has like a military state kind of thing built into it. So that doesn't work there. Um, bikes and stuff. I, there was a lot of bike shows that I watched. Uh, I don't know if it's last year or the year before that, that nobody yeah, else like watched. Four or five of them. Yeah, like <laughs> five of them. And I was like the only one that was watching them and reviewing them. So there's something there. Um, and I enjoyed them. They were like Long Riders and the. Um, the the school bike club I forget the name of it Mika Mika Kuri or I don't remember what it was called um, they were relaxing fun shows to watch um, see I don't I don't quite get where that comes from that that blanketing everything like the the food stuff I'm enjoying Emiya family because it's just kind of more characters I like and the, the way that they kind of explain the food it makes sense to me and it's not trying too hard with it I don't like food wars it's not that I don't like food. It's just I don't like how it's presented sometimes. And I, I'm taking on a food connoisseur. It's not a big deal. Uh, but I made a big old huge list uh, when I was frustrated when I read this. Um, Hanasaki Roha has a lot of innkeeper elements. And working at it in, uh, an inn, I love that show. It's my favorite show of all time. Uh, Death Note it has a lot of stuff in there for detective and, and stuff like that. Uh, every spy show, like... Um, yeah, you were you Joker were big game. On, yeah, I enjoyed big Joker, on Joker game. game. That was I a spy show. That was my fault. I didn't like that one. 
Uh, Winds, Rin Rises had a lot of flame-making stuff in it. Doesn't mean I didn't like that show. Uh, Wolf Children had a lot of farming crap in it. Did I bash that show for farming? No. Evangelion, military and strategy. Uh, um, Gates for its military in that one. Every Gundam show is full of military crap. Political crap. And I still enjoy them. <laughs> uh, Eden of the East... Uh, Gotchaman crowds for politics. I mean, no, there's a lot of people who don't like politics. I enjoyed those ones for the politics they had in it. Bunny drop in sweetness and licensing for ch- child rearing and, and raising children. Uh, Sealer experiments lane for computer lingo and, and computer talk and coding. Uh, Nozaki kun for manga stuff in there. Uh, didn't hate that one for that. Shogun Roku Raku Shinju taught you what Rakugo was. Didn't hate that one for it. A uh, new game for programming and artistry and game design. Seiyu life for the Seiyu uh, working life. Servanex service for social uh, services. Big windup for baseball. Uh, <laughs> Wolf hated that show apparently because of all the currency and crap that that one had. Econ- economics that was kind of entrenched in that story. Yeah, granted at first, I did not like and Wolf for that aspect, but when I started kind of realizing what it was and Technically, got a little older because technically the first time I watched it, I didn't really stick with it. Um, loved it for the the economics that are in. It. That's, that's technically the bread and butter of it, and so why I'm reading into the the, the light novel. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, again, it's all in how it's presented. That everything, all this stuff is exactly it's how it's presented. You can you can just sit there and make it. Say you made a show that is nothing but a. Um, uh, shogi board. Literally, the show is a, a bird's eye view of a shogi board. And somebody just says where they moved something and why they moved it there. And another person says where they moved it and why they moved it there. And, and that's literally 30 minutes straight of them moving something and saying why they moved it there. You would probably say that's boring unless you were an extreme shogi fan. That's my point. You can do that or you can do what um, uh, March Comes in Like a Lion does. They're 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 presenting the same exact thing, a life of a shogi player, somebody playing shogi. They're both doing the same exact thing. One is doing it in an artistic. They're getting into the mindset of the person. They're presenting the emotion. They're they're doing it artistically. You're seeing the inner psyche of them, and it presented in an artistic way. And they're showing you that game play out. Versus over here, all you do is see an overview of them pushing pieces. It's how it's presented. Is it whether it's going to be entertaining to me or not? Yes, there's going to be certain aspects like Emiya's uh, Emiya family cooking with Emiya family, where fan service of certain characters that I love will make it more presentable for me, and that's the case for everybody. It's how it's presented to you. If it connects to you, everybody has tastes, and there's ways of circumventing that taste. Say food porn with Emiya family. They're using fate to draw me into it. But in the end of the day, it's just what you enjoy or not. And, and when I do point out things for the review, it's really just for people that might find things like that bothersome. It's not that I hate things. And uh, it's been a long time since I've like, I can't think of a show that I've vehemently hated. It's just we present what we like and things that frustrate us. So yeah, pretty I hope much. that answers your question. I don't even, know what the even, MMO commented about, though. Even, I'm assuming the uh, Log Horizon. But that's... Uh, Log Horizon was the last MMO that I didn't like. 
in most show. I don't even think you hated it. I think no, no, that I didn't. you got you got stuck on on you got stuck on a point at a point and you kind of just fell away from it. It wasn't really right. It was it was during the time when they were trying to figure out and I thought it was clever. They were trying to figure out the gold mechanic. And I thought it was clever, but it got some point it dragged out and then I kind of just got sidetracked really all it was yeah i and and even even me because i ended up falling off a couple episodes after you and it was like i really really liked what they were doing it just i time i mean that that, that's 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 a lot of the problem but i did remember that i was bickering about the i think it was the how they were or something well no when they when the only thing i can think about on the podcast that we talked about was when we were first watching and i think it was probably in our first impression i was I was making comments about how he was fighting somebody like really early on. He was doing like his first PvP altercation he had with that one group, and he was explaining everything that they were doing. And I was like, I I found that a little annoying. But that was it. I mean, other than that, I mean, we're like one of the only podcasts that <laughs> cover all these MMO uh, game shows, and for the most part, we enjoy most of them except without for smartphone them a, without burning them in a fire. Except for smoke, uh, smartphone. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I was waiting for you. It was. I was waiting for you. It didn't hide what it was. It just said, "This is who we are, and this is what we're going for." And I was like, ah, "I respect that." What can I say? It was stupid as all get out. But hey, it was what it was. Yeah, I mean that's like uh, an example I put on here that I forgot to mention is like with Grand Blue, uh, Grand Blue Dreaming. It's not for me. I, I assume that if you're into partying and drinking and uh, I gotta get back to that. I'm sure that you love that show. It's just I'm not a drinker, so it doesn't work for me. I'm not a food connoisseur, so I don't care for food shows. It's not again. It's it's just all about what you present and if it's going to connect to you or not. But uh, you know, I, that it, said, I do appreciate the question. It's even if I did kind of like get a little bit frustrated at first because it sounded like a blanket statement that I don't like blanket statements. I still had fun kind of diving into that. So thanks, Miss. Yep, we still like the questions. Yeah, that's it. You didn't? I thought you were getting something. And you I was getting ready to say that um, I, I I like the Food Channel, but I I don't know if there's something about the Food Channel that's different than like Food Wars. Food Wars, it was fun at first, but at some point it just kind of trailed oh, yeah, I, off. And I I loved I, it at first. Yeah, first I, season I, I, I had a ball. I I don't know exactly what it is that is kind of turning me off to it. I really want to see how they handled the big reveal. It, it, when it is, did it start up again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta go and check out, check out how they handled. The big it was like reveal. last last season. Uh, Fragoff says a f- a few as opposed to a lot might be unspecified. Uh, might be an unspecified amount, but imply a low quantity. This is <laughs> like way back there when we talked about a few versus a couple, and how much it counted for. Uh, a couple is the same. The root of the term does imply two. Booyah. No, okay. Even it if it does, does use the world TV it, 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 I never said it doesn't imply it. I said that you use those words so because here they are is ambiguous. A <laughs> you know, since it's me, it will be bad. Time to hit the math wiki. A goggleplex, a small or big amount. Um, I immediately think that you're talking about a Google Googleplex. I'm assuming is what you mean because I don't think goggleplex is anything. Maybe just a typo. Uh, there is uh, no Googleplex is the word because that's why Google named itself Google. No, it's Googleplex, not Googleplex. But yes, I do believe that they named it after Googleplex. Um, if I'm if my memory serves it correctly, 
Uh, he says there's not enough atoms uh, in the visible universe to even be able to write this number. So I guess if your question is, do we know what it is? Yes, we know what it is. Um, mainly because, yes, I think I learned it because Google named themselves after it. And that's the <laughs> only reason I knew what it meant. But this is like way back in the day when Google first came out. We, they, they, they said that that was, I think, what, I think that's what they said they got it from. And that's how I knew what a Googleplex was. A Googleplex. I keep on saying Googleplex because it's Google, but it's Googleplex. But if you're asking... If Googleplex is a small or a large amount, obviously it is. No. It's just like infinite. Do you believe that infinite is a large or a small number? Hold on. To what standard? Technically, it's a small amount compared to an infinity. But a Googleplex Mind is blown. An, but a Googleplex is an infinity. No, it's not an infinity. Yes, it is. No, it actually has a determined amount of zeros. Really? Infinity does not. I did have not know that it had an actual determined amount. Yes, it's like let's see here. Um, how much is a Googleplex? It's like to a certain amount of um, ten to a hundred zeros wow okay so then yeah it's small compared to an infinity yeah equivalently 10 times 10 to a hundredth something like that yeah it's a lot so it's a defined amount which infinity is not that so makes technically it, small. it is that a makes small, it small. Mm-hmm. so there you go now compared to one yes it's big but compared to infinity it's small mind blown my my, my brain always goes to oh. infinity so you can't. It's 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 minute compared to that. <laughs> you gave him. A, 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 he grew up with two brothers, so everything, every argument went to well, blah, 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 infinity, infinity times infinity times <laughs> yes. infinity times so infinity we, to the our, infinity power. Having two brothers, you eventually get to that. So, <laughs> um, speaking of which, um, Seth Amaha says a question for you both: What shows? Have you seen that you wish your brother would watch? Since I'm on the subject, did Andrew ever finish Kill a Kill? He keeps promising to finish shows, but never announces if he keeps his promises or not. I'm starting to think he's either has commitment issues or is a liar. I have commitment issues when it comes to Kill a Kill and Gurren Lagan, but I have finished Kill a Kill. No, you, you just haven't ha- gotten to that episode. It, he, it, he did do it. Uh, Fragoff also says, where is Kill a Kill Review? <laughs> Rolling on the ground like a child who's refused to Now, there is... Did we do an, a, 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 a separate one for you for, to do that? Yes, you review? Review, Chris reviewed it. It's up on the site. Um, I have reviewed it. It's recorded. It's in that folder that has not been done yet that I mentioned earlier and several times on the podcast that eventually I'll get around to putting them in the midweek's releases. But yes, it's right here. I open up the podcast folder, and there is, let's see here, Kill a Kill da- da- data right there. Mm-hmm. There is Kill a Kill. I can, I can visual. You know what? You do have a visual? I, 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 just, visual. Thought of, I just thought of something. If, if you're following my Twitter, see, I, I'm, I'm giving, give, getting an excuse to use my Twitter. See, I, this is what I need to do. I need to have excuses to use my Twitter, if it'll ever come up. It it, it's just, this is terrible. Why don't you just do... I can I can just take a sh- a screenshot and then I can send it to you. Let's just do that. That way it doesn't have a glare either, because nobody likes a weird glare. Well, I don't want you. To see, I don't want them to see all of them because that'd be spoiled. No, I guess it's okay if they see all of them. There, I can take that screenshot and then I can send it to you and then you can tweet it. That's fine. This is weird. 
<laughs> this is weird. Let's see. Let's, let's make sure there's not... Uh, people can know that we have girls on Panzer and Gundam Unicorn and in this corner of the world and... Yes. You know, Kizu 3 is in there, too. So, yeah, it's it's done. It's been reviewed. It's just I, I haven't put it up yet. So I do have I do have commitment problems, though, because it technically took me like 50 times of watching Kill a Kill before I finish it. And I technically have tried to watch Garon Lagan 50 million times, and I've yet to finish that one. So, um, yeah. To your first question, a question for both. Uh, what shows have you seen that you wish your brother would watch? Oh... I mean, that's the funny thing. I, if, if, it's, if it's Chris, like, everything that I can think of, he's going to want to watch anyways. So it's not like I can say something that he's like, well, I, I want to watch that. Um, but there's there's several that I, I've run into that I, I wish we had more time that I do want him to watch. Like, I do want him to eventually watch Shuffle. That way he can gets he gets the, the inside joke of that later part of it that I, I've kind of mentioned a couple times on the podcast. Um... What are the ones that I think I've watched that you have not watched yet? But the other brother, I don't know. He's he's done a pretty good job of watching a few that I kind of recommended to him. Um, there's some that I don't think that he would want to give time, and he and I wish he would. Like you know something like Hanasaki Roha. I don't think it, he'd see it at face value and want to watch it. And I I would kind of it'd be fun if he watched that one or. Um, there's a lot that I could suggest to my other brother that he hasn't watched yet that I would be a lot of fun. To I, watch. I I can't think of any show like, that, that, uh, that Death I, Parade I think would be fun for him to watch and talk about. Um, yeah, at some point you end up watching everything that I, I've I've wanted wanted you to watch. So I'm forced to watch Code Geass eventually. Is there any other ones that I've I've wanted you to watch? I want my I yet? want I want the other brother to watch Noragami too. I love that show. Yeah, Bobby would get a kick out of Noragami. I think he'd enjoy that one. I want, I also wanted to watch uh, Nice Sidonia, but here's a interesting fun fact about our other brother. He's not a fan of violence. <laughs> he's not, and it's so funny because he he's kind of one of those. Uh, Since he's, when he watched? I don't Kill know. Bill. That's the thing. It's like at some point he said he's not into it, so I think he just he's changed. So it's just a really interesting way to change. Like like the thought of I think that that means that you're the last holdout of the because we were all into death and destruction and all that crap and it's just yeah and he's not he's not too much into like uh, sexual content too so because uh, we wanted to watch Game of Thrones and that was a no for him yeah I, I can't really think of anything else that uh, I I'd, I'd want to push on him but yeah like Noragami Knights Sidonia I think you'd have a lot of fun with Knights Sidonia see and that's this the funny thing is I think he would get a kick out of High School of the Dead too. No, he would not. Not not anymore. If he's if he's changed his entire taste like that, <laughs> right, right, I mean, right. Well, I mean, he's. Uh, I think uh, the sexual aspect is that he just he's very. He has a very great wife, a uh, very loving wife. I adore her, um, and I think he 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 truly does believe that that that's kind of wrong for him to watch things like that. So, I, which I respect, and I think that's great. I, I'm assuming that's why he does that. I, I, I don't know that for a fact. I just assume that's that's his his mindset, which I think is is good. Um, because she is, she, don't want to lose her. <laughs> She's great. Um, anything else? No, I, like I said, I can't. I can't think of anything. I maybe. do want to finally get my other brother to watch the rest of uh, Fate Apocrypha because he got me to watch it, and then he never finished it. <laughs> I need to get him to watch the. We, we basically been been trading uh, Netflix shows, so I need to get him on Fate Encore just because I've been. He's been watching a lot of the Fate stuff. I need to get him. I need to get him to watch the new Sword Online movie too, because I got him to watch Sword Online. That's a thing. 
I think at some point Seth was asking about that brother. So we'll eventually get to it. Uh, let's see here. Fragoff says, what type of person saves himself before saving lollies? Uh, there's a lot of people I can, I can assume that would do that because a lot of people don't like lolly characters. Uh, and is there a lolly, in your opinion, that doesn't deserve or needs saving? Um, I, yeah. If you're looking for a character that wouldn't save a lolly, um, the guy from Full Metal, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Which one? Greed or? No, Greed would do The it. guy that, exp- that made the Chimera. Oh uh, no, he Tucker, no, no, Tucker, yeah, yeah, Tucker would. We don't, would probably we don't, we don't speak his abandon lollies. We don't speak his name. We um, don't, we don't. But no, there's a lolly that, in my opinion, doesn't deserve uh, saving. I, I mean, this really depends on because I think all lollies are inherently need saving, and I think if there's a bad lolly, it's because there's a bad person behind that bad lolly. Exactly. See, see, we're, we're working I, on him. We're, we almost got him saved. But the, the thing is, like, you, you think about if you're on the other side, that's when it really kind of shifts. Because, yeah, if I was the, the masked guy from Black Bullet, Kohina, perfectly good lolly. She's very loyal. Uh, if you're an orphan around jack the ripper from fate apocrypha you're good she's very very good if you're mommy too perfectly good to be around jack the ripper if you're anybody else she's bad and dangerous <laughs> so it, it always if you're a bad person in the gunslinger girls world you don't like those lollies they're very dangerous but if you're a handler in gunslinger girls they're perfectly fine. They're great. They're loyal. They kill people for you. Sometimes they kill you out of loyalty, depending on <laughs> where you're at with that particular part of the show. I don't want to spoil things. So, yeah. Um, they, If you're on the other side, they technically deserve dying. But at the same time, if you're there, there's a reason why they are. They're not inherently bad. They're just misguided. Um, exactly. See, so see, it's, a, is, it's a conundrum. Exactly. Yeah, you're understanding. This is why this is why all lollies are good. It's, it's it, as long as you stay on the lolly side, you're always safe. But those, that's the only obvious ones I can think about. There was a few other ones that I thought about that, but they're technically spoilers. Like uh, you can't talk about certain characters and how they're evil because it's spoiler to the fact they're evil, and it reveals the fact that they double cross somebody and they're actually evil. So we'll leave it to Gunslinger Girls, Kohina, and Jack. I'm 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 watching Happy Sugar Life to find out who I'm going to be blaming for I'm all this. I'm assuming totally think that little girl's probably pulling some strings. Alt and personality thingy majiggy. She's the evil. Um uh, I guess we can do one more. Fragoff says impossible tasks. Sell me out of Rem's fandom. Rem from ReZero, I'm assuming. Um it's a trap. There you go. I don't know how Frag Off is about traps, but I'll, I'll just say secretly you didn't know it, but Rem is actually a trap, and that might push you away from Rem. No, I think in seriousness, the only way that I can really talk somebody out of the Rem fandom, because I love Rem. I have literally also alongside that truck coming down here with that um, that copy of, uh, of No Game No Life Zero, somewhere there's probably a plane flying over here with a very large box that has a one-fourth scale bunny version of Rem. The only thing that I can tell people 
to get out of that fandom. And the only thing that I could probably tell my young... It's expensive. <laughs> yes. The thing that I could... If I could tell myself back when that episode was airing, episode 18, I know we, we yeah, always know exactly so, what episode so it is. Uh, episode 18, did I tell myself, don't watch that episode. Just don't watch that episode. Uh, would be you, you would tell yourself to shut up and, <laughs> and go sit down. I want to watch the Ram. Ram episode. <laughs> no, it would literally be like, oh, well, I should seriously not see, watch this. And then, like, a little bit later, I would see somebody talking about it and go, I gotta watch this now. But it's the thing about it is, it's just like the saber face thing. So I don't know why I'm doing this myself because I already did it with saber face. It's kind of like the saber face thing. Don't, if you don't like saber face, good on you. Because if you like saber face, it's a hell thing because. There's so much merch, and that's I, exactly I still, what they're doing with say, Rem, Rem. Not as much, but there's a lot of merch for Rem, and it's it, that's that's the thing to talk you out of it. Stay away from it because if you if you have money and you'd like merchandise, there's too much of it. See, I don't understand what a saber face is. All I know is that it it has something to do with a lot of different characters having the exact same face as saber. I don't understand why this is a thing, but apparently it is. Andrew has informed me of this of, uh, as of like four episodes ago. Her own um, ex is <laughs> the whole joke behind her own ex is that she's coming to kill saber faces. Yeah, yeah. It I, became. A I joke. didn't. I didn't pay any attention to it. I just kept through. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke comic about how there's too many saber faces and she came to kill them. Now that's why she's now. Even though she's an assassin, she works against sabers. I, I'm gonna try my hardest to 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 save you from the pain that is the rim. Um, she took away Beatrice's thunder and that 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 to me is is her biggest problem is she took too much of the screen time and so therefore beatrice did not get as much screen time that's pretty much the writer's fault yeah, exactly fault. and that that's not that's not beatrice's fault and and that's and that is the problem that is rim okay or you can just go with the whole whale thing like who's rim or you well yeah you could do that or you could go with um with uh some some folks who like that that silver hair lady if, for whatever reason uh Emilia is that her name I think so I, some mean, pe- I, I think some, there was a there was a red haired version of somebody Ren. out there I, likes her I don't know what the deal with him or, or we could just or, or or we could just be safe and and say Felix, Felix I, I mean I, girl. I do believe that Emilia is good pillow that's about it. Um, that's about the only thing that Amelia gave us was good pillow. Uh, but yes, the the I guess that's a way to get out of the REM fandom. Just Felix is right there. And Felix is a trap, but Felix is still Felix. Felix is best trap. Yeah. I mean, that's hilarious. No, it's just like a Stolfo Felix character from Snafu. I don't remember his name. It's hard. We we need like a trap episode. I know it's gonna make people angry because I don't know. There's some weird thing about people being angry about traps, but uh, <laughs> trap I love episode. traps. We need a trap <laughs> a trap episode. And just let it be there. We have to make that a thing. Put it out there. Anger people like we always do, and and uh, just ignore the anger. Cause that's how that works. Just ignore the anger. Yeah, like this. I guess that's it. Uh, we're gonna leave it there. We we got some pretty good amount of questions done. We still have like uh, four more, so or five. Uh, Seth Amaha is like nailing it right now because there's all these great questions, and I <laughs> want to finish them all, but we can't keep recording for too long. Uh, but again, we have usual. We'll we'll kind of uh, circulate with discussional podcasts with other discussions. I don't really. I had an idea for a podcast earlier. I forgot what it is already, but. Um, 
Maybe look at my notes. I'll be able to find You're it. Supposed but it to like write it's them fun. down. So I have notes. that you hear it. Write down. I have notes. I have notes. But uh, that'll be fun. Well, I mean, we'll do a trap episode next week. Let's do that. Okay. We'll do a trap episode. We'll do we'll do what makes a trap a trap. We'll we'll talk about reverse traps. Um, it'll probably be spoilery because technically some of those traps are kind of ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there was that one show that they eventually finally kind of put a nail in it and it kind of revealed exactly what it was, but it was kind of fun technically in that show, not knowing that it was the, uh, the trap in, I don't have many friends. Right. They, 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 at some point they finally kind of said, this is what it is. And it was really funny that they did that. So. There will be some traps that will be kind of spoilery, but uh, it's a lot of fun, and I, th- I think it'll be a, a fun discussion. So, anyhow, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Uh, this is like 402, technically, because we missed our 400th episode. We'll celebrate 402. There you go. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Again, thank you, everybody, for supporting us for 400 long episodes. And, uh, uh, again, we're, we wouldn't be doing it without you guys and your support and telling us that it's something you're enjoying. So, again, hope you guys enjoyed. Again, we're at TalkySpirit.com. You go there for our anime new and all great community in the form links. Stop social media links on the right side. All that good stuff. And you all take care. Oos. And be happy. そんな歩き方が好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。好きです。